welcome back to the strictly <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. You want to do the, back to the Welcome back to the Strictly MMA Talk Show. As always, your host, James Matthews and Nate Gass. Take it away from there, Jimmy. That's all I got for the intro. How'd you guys feel about that? Nate, that sounded good. That was first try for you. Thank you, man. Off the rip. You know, I, I saw my buddy in trouble and I had to come through. I don't know why we I got a big night coming up, man. Big time. Yes, we do. And what do we do an hour before the fights start, Nate? We go live. We go live on the Strictly MMA page, Instagram page, underscore Instagram Strictly page, underscore MMA, underscore. What time is it this week, James? It will be at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. 3.30 p.m. Come prepared with your picks. You might even get on the live. It's true. We're going to let it go crazy this week. It's time to go. Maybe we'll bring Reed Skyler on. Reed Skyler, maybe Schroeder. Maybe Josh Neal. Maybe Josh Neal. We just don't know. Those are our boys. Only one way to find out, James, and that's on the Instagram live, 3.30 this Saturday. We'll see you there. But what what we got going on after the live, James? Ooh. Uh, our boys over at Punch List like to go live post fights and talk about the fights, talk about if they made some money. They love to bet. They're doing a uh, challenge right now. They're trying to make it to a hundred or hundred thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. It'd be pretty cool uh, profit off gambling. And uh, they do a great job over there. Dale and Trey are fun. <clears throat> they do a lot of their re- own research and you know, they're, they do a good job, man. So definitely go check them out after the show. Check us out pre fights, check them out post fights. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that we've plugged the live and we've plugged our boys over at punch list, what do we have going on for fight night, dude? we got a big clash with heavyweights. This is actually a really important fight. It's like important. I mean, whoever wins this fight's going to be on hold, but it's still an important fight. Curtis Blades, Derek Lewis, finally clashing. This was supposed to go down a little bit ago. Curtis Blades came down with COVID literally like a day before or the day of the fighter. So I think it was way in day, actually. It was the day before. Yeah. And um, could not compete, but he's all better now. Everything's all good. And they're going at it. And I mean, there's a lot to say with this fight. I mean, there's want... plenty to say about this fight, James. I mean, absolutely. Who do you got? Who do I got? Oh. Oh. I got Houston's very own Derek, the Black Beast Lewis. Like okay. Being wrong? <laughs> do I like being wrong? <laughs> Is that a Blades fan I'm smelling over there? Look, I'm a fan of Lewis. I'm a fan of Derek Lewis. I mean, who's not? Who's not a fan of How could Derek you not Lewis? be? How could you not be, man? Stylistically. Check him out on Instagram. Stylistically. This is a what? bad matchup for Derek. And who's Curtis trained with? Who's he trained with, Nate? Oh, man. Elevation fight team, man. Elevation fight team. You know Trevor Whitman's game plan. Cody Donovan. I mean, here, I'll give you this. Derek Lewis has... Let's see, a 53% takedown defense, but that's a little patent in my opinion. A little <laughs> padded? <laughs> he hasn't fought a lot. There's not a lot of wrestlers in the heavyweight division. One of the only, I think the only other wrestler that has just super high caliber wrestling was Daniel Cormier. We saw him on TV. You could, yeah, but he's still undersized at heavyweight. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was tiny in that fight. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie, but good wrestler. True. 
But Curtis Blades wrestling, different level. He doesn't wrestle like a heavyweight. No, no. I was watching, uh, I think it was the Volkov fight. Dominic Cruz said, uh, reminds him of Habib, the way that he wrestles. Dude, he's smothering. He's exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue that one, James. I can't argue that one. Um, do you remember what happened by the end of the Volkov fight, though, to Mr. Curtis Blades? What happened? He gassed a little bit. He, he ran wanted- out, ran out of the fuel in the tank, man. And Volkov was laying some good shots. It's just a shame it didn't happen too soon. It's all right, man. Blades won't need a full tank in this fight. <laughs> It's gonna get him out of there. Right? Oh, okay. So <laughs> let's let's uh let's formally introduce this fight before we go any further. But I like where this is going. Curtis I Blades. Like, you know. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry, 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 sorry. You want to say the odds, James? No. Because I said the intro. No, no, no. no. Take it away. About? You're the odds man. You're the Nate. I am the, the odds, odds man. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, like I said, Derek, the Black Beast, Lewis. Coming in as the plus 342 underdog. Okay. You might have just got scared. I just got excited because I heard dollar signs. Then you have Curtis Razor Blades, fitting nickname, minus 432 favorite. How do you like those odds, James? I'm going to take a sip of beer here. Um, Bud Light today, if anyone was wondering. I forgot to ask. That's right. Yeah, we ran out of Stella's. I did ran out of Stella's, but you got to keep it, uh, keep the variety on the uh, Strictly MMA talk show. Yeah, I think it's going to make you drink more. (laughs) If we keep recording multiple times a week, yeah, I thought about that earlier, actually. Uh, I don't drink other than when we're doing this, man. So as as we keep going forward, we might have to limit it, but for now, some casual Bud Lights, no problem. Room. All right, I'll give you this from a betting standpoint. Like, if I'm betting on this fight, you throw money on Derek Lewis. You have to. You have to. Yeah. That, those are crazy odds. Yeah. If there's a Hail Mary puncher in the game, and if you ever want to bet on a, a straight-up Hail Mary, Derek Lewis. Bang. I mean, he's done it. Yeah. No, absolutely. He's done Wayne's it first times. fight, Volkov. Really? Got knocked Wayne's out in the last, what, 13 seconds? Yeah. And that Volkov beat the Christ out of... Derek Lewis in that fight like Volkov yeah. is a that's why he wants I think that's why he wants to fight Lewis again he's like I won that fight this is bullshit yeah. <laughs> now that he's thick too he's uh, he's got something to prove but uh back to it man what what do you think the path for victory is to Blades in this one that you're so confident about it's just okay first of all they're in the smaller cage so they're taking the, these big boys are going to be in the apex so they're closer together that plays very well into Curtis Blades um what Curtis Blades look Derek Lewis, his this whole uh, flying knee theory that he's going to land that flying knee again when Curtis Blades is shooting in a double. I know a lot of people. Oh hell yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of people first five that. seconds. First five seconds of the fight, uh, he's Corey Sandhagen, right all over again. Okay, you're going to see a flashback. Blades is going to sleep. <laughs> if people think Curtis Blades and Trevor Whitman are not game planning for this. Like if they don't see this come, like you're crazy to not think that Curtis Blades knows that's coming. So then what is going to happen? He's not going to shoot right away. He's not going to okay. shoot. How did that work against Francis? Not the same. Let's talk like, about that, man. Let's do some MMA math here. What about Mr. Francis Ngannou? Francis There's an interesting storyline here with 
the guy who's challenging for the heavyweight belt in Prince, what a month and god was a fucking freak that doesn't he's the hardest in a good way before anybody mm-hmm. takes it out of context like mm-hmm. he's an animal is what i'm saying that's the hardest hitter now that Derek lewis doesn't hit hard but francis has really been the only guy that's landed on curtis that absolutely just destroyed him Derek lewis could do it too but i think what curtis blades is going to do here i think he's going to avoid shooting and i think he's going to use the closer the smaller cage to his advantage and i think he's actually going to lock up on the body he's going to close distance he's going to grab a hold of Derek, and then he's going to push him up against the cage and then once he has him up against the cage then you're going to see curtis drop to the single he's going to ride the pipe he's going to go for a high crotch and that's where he's going to take down Derek lewis he's not going to do it in the open area of the octagon he's not going to do it in the center at least not the start of the fight when Derek lewis is feeling fresh and then, I mean, once so the thing is, everybody's like, Derek Lewis will just get up. I'm like, I don't think he will with Curtis Blades on top of him. That's a whole another monster on top of you, man. Well, God got up. Dude, he's not getting up. <laughs> he's not getting up. <laughs> this, is, this is a perfect time for me to add in a fan take of the night. God. God. All right. You mentioned how Derek Lewis is not getting up. But uh, we're going to give a shout-out to Victor underscore V09, okay? (laughs) Derek Lewis is a third-degree black belt in standing up, okay? This is a key part of his game plan. (laughs) Just stand up. (laughs) Like, yeah. He, he, like, and he can, he can get taken down, and then he can come back the next round. Like, he can ride out a round is what I'm saying. Like, one... It's not going to matter. Lewis is timing the flying knee, okay? Or the switch kick. I, I don't know. You know, he's just going to throw it out there. But if that doesn't happen, okay, he's going to get taken down most likely. Like, I'm not an idiot, okay? Blades is going to be taking down Derek Lewis. Right. If he makes it that far. Like I said, if you said he's going to avoid shooting first, then they're going to, they're gonna, you know, spar a little bit. Blades has good hands, but one right hand from Derek Lewis changes things. True. And you've seen how a big right hand can affect Blades. Not the same. Twice. Francis got any two, the guy breathes on you and you get knocked out unconscious. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I love you know, it's true. I'll I'll tell you this. It it is true. Um <laughs> Derek Lewis will just stand up when people are on top of him and he'll just let you hit him like in right. the face as he's just Right, because he knows he's like I am absolutely screwed if I'm on my back. Yeah, but even in the uh, in the Olenek fight, when he had that weird, uh, I forget the name of the choke. I don't think it's Ezekiel choke, but I don't know what it's called. And he held Derek Lewis in it, like he was squeezing him tight for at least two minutes at the end of that round. We're talking about Olenek's on top. Olenek was, uh, I don't really remember. I think Olenek took him down. I feel like. Was it an arm triangle? I feel like Olenek was on the bottom. I watched fight in a while. Oh, was he, he in like, the bo- Oh, I know what you're talking about. And he just, like, grabbed him, okay. and he was choking him from behind, yes. and then they might have, like, rolled over or something like that. I don't know, dude. I've watched a lot of fights in the last couple of days, and they're all kind of merging together right now. I haven't watched the Olenek-Lewis fight in a while. I uh, double-dipped in that one because, you know, Olenek's fighting tonight. Or yep. Saturday night. But, um, no, man, I think this fight, all jokes aside, this fight goes one of two ways, right? 
Curtis plays ragdolls Derek Lewis, or Derek Lewis lands the shot he needs to land to put Curtis plays away. Right. I'm betting on Lewis, but I'm betting on uh, on the Hail Mary bomb. But I also, like, I looked. I don't think, and again, I've been wrong before with my stats, but Curtis Blades doesn't have any submission wins. He doesn't. You're right. And Derek Lewis, he doesn't really have many ground and pound losses, I don't think. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't think like he'll so. get hit and he'll go down, but like the man also has bad luck with getting hit in the body. Yeah, Cormier submitted him. He didn't TKO him on the ground. Yeah, Cormier owned him. I'll, I'll, yeah. that's fine. I'm trying but to think. That, I think you're right. I'm saying so, like, I, I, I'm hoping for Derek Lewis because if not, Blades is literally going to just wrestle him for 25 minutes dominantly, and that's what we're going to get. So let's go, Lewis. Yeah, see, so that's why I'm going with, with Blades because I, I don't think this fight's going to last more than two rounds because I actually think. I don't think Lewis technically on the ground is going to be able to like, you know how um, Volkov was so good at trying to get up with uh, blades. He spent so much time having to, you know, keep him down, like using a lot of energy to keep him down. I don't think he's going to have to use that same amount of energy to keep Lewis down. Right. Cause Lewis I, will just like lay there until he decides to explode. He decides and to lay just, there exactly. and then decides to explode. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So that's what I see happening here. I mean, I was going to say, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not. So, I, I was gonna say, yeah, I mean, right. but don't get me wrong. If if somehow Lewis can pull something out of it, I'll be excited for that too. I'm a fan of both yeah. guys. But let's I'm just uh, let's here. Let's bring in the fan votes here. Yeah. So we got uh, let me pull it up here. Everyone, hang with me. Two fucking seconds. That's all right. I'll jump in with the Tapology ones first. Oh yeah, let's hear them. So the fans over at Tapology, I didn't get the total votes, but 19 percent are going Derek Lewis. 81, 81% are going Blades. So the Tapology voters, they're big on Blades. So, you know, maybe do some external research here, but I'm thinking Lewis is a smart play. I'm sticking to it. What do the strictly MMA followers say? So last time we did this, we are pretty close to Tapology. This mm-hmm. time, this is not even fucking close. 732 people voted on this poll yesterday. 51% of people said Curtis Blades, and 49% of people said Derek Lewis is going to win this fight. 49%. Damn. Strictly, the Strictly fans know what's up, man. Those Tapology guys are crazy. Damn, dude. All the Strictly, all, all the strictly listeners are going to listen to this now. I'm like, fuck you, James. Team me. <laughs> like, That's right. <laughs> Sheesh. We're not taking the easy route. Well, all jokes aside, it should be a, should be a fun fight. You're looking yeah, forward to it, man. Yeah, definitely looking forward one. to it. Um, another fun fight on here that I feel everybody wants to hear us talk about is Alexi Olenek and Chris Dawkins. Another heavyweight bout going down. You have 43 year old Olenek, and then you got 31 year old Dawkins. Big age gap. Mm-hmm. Got the odds on this. I do have the odds on this one. Let me put my glasses back on. All right. Chris Dawkins coming in minus 190 favorite. Then we got Alexi Olenek coming in as the plus 150 underdog. The over one and a half is at plus 150. The under one and a half is at minus 180. Okay. Those are, those ones are more fair. I feel 
I can see that. Okay. Um, big key here is experience, right? So you have Olenek. That's what we're going with. <laughs> so just, oh, just wait, just wait, here. Just wait. Okay. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. Right. You got yeah. a guy like, like Olenek, who's probably had to overcome a lot of adversity throughout his career fighting every single person on planet earth with yeah. 72 <laughs> total professional bouts 59 and 13 that's insane and he's still fighting and you know what's crazy nate what's crazy james four of the 13 losses didn't even happen until the past three years so Ooh. for a long stretch of time this guy was just crushing people he has 46 out of 59 wins by submission. 78. That's wild. That is wild. But then you want to go over the, I mean, Dawkins is your boy. You, you take it away with him. I know, I know you got some stuff on that. I want to paint a picture for you. Okay. I got my brush ready. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Even though I said I was going to paint the picture and you have the brush. So <laughs> my joke's never been naked. On the <laughs> well, Self-serve. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, next time, next time. <laughs> All right. Back to it, everybody. Anyway, Chris Dawkins. Yep. Is he a full-time fighter right now? No. No, he is not. What's he doing? He's a police officer in Philadelphia. Okay. He's out there chasing down people with guns. He's out there helping the community. He's out there doing whatever he needs to do. Then he's clocking out and he's going and punching people in the face. All right. He's two fights into his UFC career. Neither one of them, I I don't think, has lasted longer than a minute. No, the last one was like 43 seconds or something. Yeah. So the guy goes out there and he gets it done. I'm going to leave it at that. But this guy is a warrior, and he talked about, uh, he had an interview today, uh, pre-fight, came out. If he wins this fight, he's looking to not work on the force anymore and go full-time. So there's a lot riding on this one for him. I think he's motivated. I'm all over Chris Dawkins on this one. I mean, he is the favorite, but I think it's a smart play. Big Dawkins fan. Yeah, that's all good stuff. But, again, I don't think – okay, look, I'll give you this. Chris Dawkins has nine of his ten wins by knockout. So if you do some quick math there, that's 90%. That's pretty impressive. It is impressive, man. I'm laughing because of the way you said it, but it's no joke, okay? The dude, he's got hands. He's quick. He's got – he comes out guns a-blazing. He does have faster hands. They're not more technical than some of the higher level guys, but they're fast. And there's obviously some power in them. I give you that. But here's the thing. Say he can't knock out Olenek right away. What's that leave us with? How does he win this fight if he can't knock out Olenek? Because I know how Olenek's going to win this fight. That's the smaller cage again. We're in the apex. They're going to be real close. All Olenek has to do is get a hold of Dawkins. Dawkins getting submitted if that happens. He's not getting up. They go down on the ground. That's the end of the fight. 72 fights to what, 11? 
Was he yeah. 10 and 1? Yeah, no, I think the stat was that um, Mr. Olenek debuted in 1996 when Chris Dawkins was seven years old, when I may or may not have been birthed yet because 96 was the year. That's crazy. So, too. yes, the guy has experience, and I don't really have much to back up uh, for Dawkins's submission defense. I really don't. Like I said, two fights in the UFC, and they didn't last very long at all. Even before then, um, I, I forgot the uh, the league that he was in, but I watched the last two fights. I think it was Danny Holmes, and then uh, let me check the notes here. Zhu Anyanwu. And that one he lost, okay? But he had him rocked in the first round. But they're all fun to watch, man. Definitely recommend going back, checking out Chris Dawkins. Get on the get on the hype train. But I feel like even if uh, Olenek does try to grab him and they get into a little clinch, Dawkins is throwing knees up the middle, man. Dawkins is scrappy. I'll give you that. Dawkins is scrappy. I also feel like Dawkins is going to hammer Olenek's front leg. Okay. okay. He destroyed Parker Porter's leg in that last fight. And I watched the Mark Hunt fight against Alexi Olenek. Mark Hunt was decimating this dude's leg. Definitely going to be dealing with that. I guarantee you there's going to be two to three large red welts on Olenek's leg come Saturday night. That's my prediction of the week. That's how specific I'm going to get and how confident I am in Chris Dawkins. Looks up Lock at the it camera. In. Lock it in. No, those are good takes, man. Those are good takes. I just, I think I, what just worries me, why I'm just leaning towards Olenek here is because I just worry if Dawkins can't, like I said, if he can't put him away right away, I just don't know how he's going to win the fight. I don't think he's going to get tired. Find out. Like, isn't he like 227 pounds? No, he's got way more than that. Chris Dawkins? Is he I mean, only obviously it's a heavyweight fight. He's a, he's a thick 227 if he's only 227. Look that up. <laughs> Yo, Jamie, get us the numbers on that real quick. Yo, Joe, Joe. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. I hope I'm wildly inaccurate, but 227 just kind of rolled off the tongue. Because that's know? a pretty light heavyweight. I want to type in uh, – let's see, Chris. It should Dawkins. pop up if you type in Chris Dawkins' weight. It should, like, pop up right in the top search. 250 uh, pounds, but, like, I don't believe that. That's what I was about. Okay, so he's 250? I mean, yeah, I mean he's a big boy. Yeah, but then if you go to ES, Okay, so if you go to ESPN.com and you type in Chris Dawkins, literally. Okay. Because just because... You can't... I don't know I if can't you can see, see it. Well. It's, it's too bright. It's too bright. It's just too bright. <laughs> but if you were to go to ESPN.com right now and you type in Chris Dawkins, he's 6'3", 227 pounds. I'm not even kidding. I believe you because all of them never have their facts aligned. Like Sure Dog, ESPN, UFC, like they'll all have different numbers. And I'm like, you guys need to fix the shit. Like, I don't know why that's always different. Well, but look, hopefully, hopefully one of you will just call him and we'll say, hey, Dawkins, <laughs> what are you weighing today? We'll have it updated. Uh, we should have shot him a DM. I didn't even see how many followers you have. He probably would have answered. Um, Look, if you want to be right, go with Olenek. You want to be wrong, pick Chris. Dude, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right? Hang on a second. It's oh, another but one. But if you want to be wrong, go with Olenek. That's disgusting for you to say, okay? Just to blindly mislead our listeners. 
Olenek's about to have 60 wins after Saturday night. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? This is unreal. No, Chris Dawkins is going to slump Olenek, and he's going to get – I think he's get performance bonus of the night. That's how aggressive of a knockout it's going to be. My man's going to walk out of there 50 Gs richer. He's signing off from the force, going full-time, and he's going to be, a, he's going to be the real deal, challenging for a title. Within two years. Within two years, Chris Dog is going to be challenging for the title. I don't know about all that noise. Yeah. Clip this. I'll see you in two years, James. Imagination is a cute thing to have in 2024. Look, big fan of Chris Dog is I'm going with the experience here. I'm going with I'm going with Olenek. Okay. What's next? There's a this isn't on the fight card this week, but I know people want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> You're totally joking. What do you, do you want? Is there, oh, oh, hang on, hang on. We can't forget our mans. Nate's boy fights. Uh, Are you kidding me? Fights on this card. Fail. I've been Haas. waiting so long for this fight. <laughs> Take it away. This is this is your man's. The UFC's version yeah. of Megatron. Yeah. Phil Hawes hits like a Mack truck, dude. And he's facing off against Nasruddin, the Russian sniper, Ibabov. Nasruddin's tough, too. It's going to be a tough fight for Mr. Hawes. But I'll tell you why I'm so big on him, okay? He throws humongous bombs, okay? Hands, feet, whatever. The guy's striking game is on fire. He trains. Where does he train, James? Is it, like, high up? No, it's not. It's not. Where is it? Sanford MMA. Oh, is he with the Sanford boys? I didn't mm-hmm. even know that. He is with the Sanford boys. He's over with Chandler. Mm-hmm. Phil Hawes fucking winning, though. Phil Hawes is win. He got a mindset coach or a sports psychologist. I don't know what the proper way to say it is, but he has explained the importance that getting your mind right and just being in tune with the mind and the body, he's just going to go out there like – He's just going to float out there, and he's just going to dominate Nasruddin Imabov. The last person to talk about uh, helping your mindset and you know seeing the therapist and everything like that to keep you level-headed was Israel Adesanya. Phil Haas winning this fight. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> look where that guy is. But Phil Haas winning this fight. About to be a champ champ. <laughs> no, but, I'm excited for real, this fight, a, man. Yeah, I was going to say, on, on a real note, I'm a huge Phil Haas fan, okay? Bias alert, bias alert. Uh, Nasruddin Mavov is no joke and he can take some shots. Mm-hmm. So I think Phil Hawes is going to have enough power, but Nasruddin Mavov, he doesn't go away, man. And he gets tricky as the fight goes on. Maybe Phil Hawes could get tired, but that's, I'm not banking on that. I'm just, I'm trying to offer up a different opinion uh, because I am. So I could be blindly on Phil Hawes. Fair warning. No, man, it's it's good. Uh, I like this fight a lot. I like that they put this together. I think this is a really – because I know you're not the only one. A lot of people like Phil Haas. Like, it's hard not to like him so far. Dude throws a lot. He's, got, he's obviously got some power in what he's throwing. Um, I think this is a good test. I think this is a really good, tough fight for Phil Haas and for Nasruddin, too. Yeah, the winner like, of this fight is legit. Yeah, I think this is a good fight. I'm really glad that they put this together because um, I know I got scratched a couple weeks ago whatever card it was on. So I'm glad they yeah, kept like a it a couple times. I feel like I kept like bouncing yeah. up and then disappearing. So I'm, I'm excited for this, man. Um, I really don't know who I'm picking to win this fight. 
I want to say Phil Haas, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Like you said, like Nasr- the Nasruddin's not a guy who's super easy to put away, you know. So if Phil Haas comes out swinging in the first round, Nasruddin's still there in the second. Maybe things could change, but I'm just again, I'm excited, man. Like all jokes aside, like this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm throwing out. If you're going for Nasruddin, he's minus one forty-five, or no, he's okay. minus one hundred five. Don't have my glasses on. And the over one and a half is minus 125. If you think Nasruddin's going to win, absolutely do the over. If you think Phil Hawes is going to win, hit the under up. That's what I'm saying. Who is the favorite? Uh, the favorite right now is probably Phil Hawes. Yeah, minus 125. Also, the fan vote from the dedicated ones over at Tapology, 27% for Nasruddin, 73% for Mr. Oh, Hawes. Tapology boys are big on Hawes. So though, huh? I'm not crazy. There might be, I might be onto something here. Right. We'll see. Yeah, you, we'll find you, out. You got real fans over at Tapology. Like you got, um, people who generally go to Tapology are the hardcore fans. Yeah. You know, so those are, that. you could definitely, that's a solid resource. Go yeah. over to Tapology, check out the, uh, the fan votes at the bottom of the event page. Definitely worth a shot. Not that the strictly followers aren't hardcore fans, but you know what I mean? Tapology is a, right. Very, very good source. We're going to build strictly, all right? We're getting there. It was 732 or whatever in the last 24 hours. Shout out to each and every one of you. Appreciate everyone. Everyone in yes, the polls, the, the quizzes I throw out there. and uh, The comments. I have comments. The, I'll be at work. I flip through, jump in the comment section, have some fun. That's Bell Nate's rings. favorite thing to do at work. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me through the day. Yeah. Someone asks, like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm just uh, talking shit about Derek Lewis and... Curtis Blades to this whatever the guy like I don't even know it's fun as hell man I had a couple people block me so far they start it and then I answer and then they block me I'm like well don't start it man maybe you just take it to a personal level I don't think so Hmm. generally pretty nice I'll keep an eye out on it but like I was saying before what I did Hmm. want to talk about what I want to wrap it all up with is we got to talk about it man this is a big big deal for the welterweight division Leon Edwards finally, I mean, at, at, so far we think we've thought for a while that he's got a fight coming up and they keep getting canceled. Hamzat, as everybody knows, has had to step down due to lingering effects of COVID-19. Sad. Yeah, I hope Sad. everything's okay with him. Uh, so the very unexpected. Bilal Muhammad has stepped in to take this fight. Big hats off to Leon Edwards and Muhammad because this is a big fight for both of them, especially Leon Edwards, because he didn't have to take this fight. No, no, this is uh, Leon Edwards has a lot at risk here. So much. I, I feel like actually the more I talk about it, Leon has everything to risk where Muhammad has zero, man, zero, nothing short notice way above his ranking. Like if he loses this fight. No one's going to care. But if he wins this fight, hey, watch him. Oh, it's a mic drop. See ya. He Flying wins this down fight. The charts. So, I mean, were you surprised by this? Yes. No, I was definitely surprised to see Bilal Muhammad because he called out Li Jing Liang. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's a fun fight. So I'm definitely going to be watching that. And then never in my. Wildest imagination that I think Bilal Muhammad would step in 
He's ranked what, like number 20 right now or something? I think he's at 15 now. Oh, now he's after the fight? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. 15 or 20, regardless. Is Le- Wait, what? Is Leon Edwards ranked? Dude, Leon's top seven. Right, top I'll seven. Pull it up. Here, keep talking. I'll pull it up. He's well, up either there. way, man. You saw what Bilal Muhammad did to Diego Lima. Right. Domination. Forward pressure. 15 full minutes. Leon Edwards has been out of the game for almost two years now. If not two years. Three. No, 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 no. Le- sorry. Uh, Leon Edwards is ranked three. Leon Edwards is ranked number three. Yeah, so you call out the number. Did I uh, Did I say what Lee? The guy that you call out is ranked number 11, and then you just waltz in fighting the number three ranked guy. Bilal Muhammad is fired up. I'm going Bilal all day. Lock it in now. I don't even need to see the odds. I don't even need to go back and watch any film. A guy with that kind of momentum right now, all over Bilal. Dude, it's – I don't think a lot of people know this, but, I mean, we always talk about styles make fights, and Bilal's style could give Leon some problems. I mean, that constant, overwhelming, exhausting forward pressure, backing you up against the cage, grabbing a hold of you, just throwing high volume. I mean, let's – Let's see here. What did I put down? Well, I mean, he, he throws a lot, obviously. He's significant strikes. He's thrown 1,388, and he's landed 579 of them. So he throws a lot. And <laughs> that sounds coming, like a lot. Yeah. He's coming forward a lot. And it's just exhausting to deal with that. I mean, Diego Lima got a taste of that. It's, it's tough. And Leon is a very technical striker. He's a good striker, and I think he actually has better striking than Muhammad. But can he get that striking off while dealing with the pressure at the same time is the big question because he's going to be on his back foot. A lot of factors are playing this fight, and I don't think a lot of people know who Muhammad is or they just don't think he's that good. This is a very competitive fight. Hey, put, put some respect on Bilal Muhammad right now. Yeah. I know Leon, it's ironic because Leon feels like he doesn't get the respect he deserves. Uh, but I mean, it's Muhammad is no joke, man. I'm, I, Leon, I know Leon knows that, but I don't think the fans know that. That's what I want right. to point out here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, Leon is on an eight fight win streak. Uh, some of those people over Don Cerrone, Vicente Luque, Gunnar Nelson, Rafael Basanos, some good names. Those are some good names, man. You can't discount that. Yeah. He's got real good striking, man. He does. Jokes aside, Leon Edwards deserved to be where he's at. So don't think don't think I'm thinking Leon's no scrub. Yeah. All right. I'm just a big Bilal boy. You always have been. Mm-hmm. This is a fun fight. I would have thrown everything I I had on him, but he was a minus five twenty five favorite last week or oh, that's two right. weeks ago, whenever he fought. Yeah, yeah it was too no, it was last week. <clears throat> it was last week. And I was like, I don't know if, I, if those are fair odds. And then the fight starts. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, never, <laughs> oh <laughs> this is why this is minus 525. This would have been too easy. Um, yeah, I told you. My buddy Zach called me. He's like, who's Muhammad? And I was like, well, you're about to find out. Yeah. Start watching some tape, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, could probably wrap it up with that. Is there any other news that happened this week that people would want to hear about? 
I don't think so, right? I think that was the big that was the big breaking news. Yeah. I mean that yeah, it's probably Well, I'll give you this. Hmm. Well, right before we started recording, Gilbert Burns called out Kobe Covington. Oh really? Yeah. That's fun. Well, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. All day. He said May or June. Hmm. Oh, it's it's gonna be tough though. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why Burns would want to try and come back after two tough losses. It, um, here's the thing. I know Colby wants – wait, why did you say two tough losses? Well, because he's going to lose to Kobe. <laughs> I got confused for a second. I was like, wait. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I know Colby wants – that he wants a rematch with Usman, right? He's going to be, I don't know. He's going to fall into a Leon trap, you know, where Leon kept waiting for a title fight. It's not coming because they're going to give it to Jorge. But they're already talking about yesterday, Dana White said they're working on the tough season with Jorge and Kamaru Usman. That's what they're trying to set up. That gets set that up. That is big news. Right. So if that gets set up, Colby, you're, you're waiting a while, man. You might as well just fight someone, get paid. I mean, I, I think Colby beats most guys in the division. That's not Kamaru Usman. I don't know, man. No, I agree with that. But I think Kobe maybe, you know, even beats Usman. It's a fair argument. That fight was very close first time they fought. It was indeed. Tell you what, I want to make a post tomorrow. It's going to be split down the middle. Okay. It's going to be a picture of Kamaru Usman and Kobe Covington facing off. It's going to be a picture of Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman facing off. I'm going to caption it. Which would you rather see next? And we'll see what the people say. I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm excited just after you saying that. I want to know. I really do. That's not like I'm not just doing it for clickbait. I want to know what the fans want to see. Sounds like you're getting pretty good at editing, too. We're getting there. We're growing. We're watching some YouTube videos. We're learning. Oh, yeah. You know? But, I mean, that's it. That's all we got for you guys, man. Got right, fights got, this weekend? Oh, you got something? I got a plug for you, man. Ooh, let's hear it. So we like to have fun on the show. We go through everything, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, on the fly, a little back and forth. But if you want the real details of any of the past fights for the guys coming up this weekend, go to the, the strictlymma.com. We've got fight breakdowns. Main event, we're doing the last five fights. And then we'll have a select few of others on the main card. All right. I still got a full-time job. We're working on it. The last three fights. Okay. This week, anything you need for Lewis blades, last five fights going up there. Anything you need for Olenek Dawkins, last three. Those I think are where the money is. But like I said, go check out the strictly MMA.com news predictions, anything MMA related. We got you on there. Nate, who wrote who wrote the most recent breakdown? Oh, that would be your boy, Nate. Guess so. Go read that shit. I don't think you guys appreciate how much time Nate spent watching all rewatching all those fights and writing those right. up, writing that up. It takes time, man. Yeah, and and I have a lot of people that do ask me like, oh, who you got? Who you got? Yep. So now it's just I'll send you the link. There you go. Because I also don't want to include my bias. You know, I want I want to be able to present some information. This is what happened. This is what this guy did. This is what the other guy did that he's facing. 
what do you think is going to happen? And then it all comes back one hour before the early prelims on Saturday. Instagram Live, baby. We get it to go. Fight night shirts. Fight night shirts. Fuck, A little beverage. It's true. Those, I only drink on Saturday nights because of fight nights. That's it, man. Yeah. And you get your last-minute picks in, too. That's the big thing. Because during the week, you can get in your own head, man. You can go get the blinders on. This is who I want. The odds. This is the way I like them. And then someone hits you with a last-minute take. Jeff comes in. Jeff changes people's minds, man. He cha- He's confident. Jeff is single-handedly yeah. the reason that I threw a Volkov parlay in there that hit. I really? Was all over, over him. All over, over him. And then Jeff was so confident in Volkov. I said, what do I have to lose, man? I'm so big on over him. I might as well throw a little bit on Volkov. Dude, it's true. After seeing, sometimes after seeing weigh-ins too, I start changing my mind. I'm seeing how they're looking at weigh-ins. I'm seeing how they're looking at face-offs. I'm seeing some things, and I'm just like, oh, it starts What's, changing my mind. I like that we're doing the prediction video later in the week this week. Yeah, the I other like thing that. too is like in in the beginning of the week, if I'm if I'm watching fights, if I'm looking up interviews, if I'm looking up Instagram pages, whatever, and then a fight gets scratched, like I am furious. So the delay helps a little bit. I also, um, you know how sometimes I make those, those posts where I have the entire fight card. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That happened to me like several times now, especially yeah. because of COVID. That takes I'd a lot make of it time, on, man. I, I hear you. Yeah. I'd make it on Monday and then I post it on Saturday morning and I like, it's not edited throughout the week. And then I start getting messages. Yo, this fight got scratched. This fight got scratched. I'm like, I can't go back and fix it now. I'm like, right. <laughs> so yeah, well, we're rambling, man. We're rambling. We're, we're having fun, basically, yeah. and we're, we're figuring it out. We're appreciating the feedback, mm-hmm. and we're excited to be broadcasted on on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, we've got the better audio going, so we're, we're learning. We're growing. We appreciate you. Every little bit helps. So it's funny to see uh, if you watched the first video back in October or whatever it was, and now you look at now. So they used to progress is darkness. being made darkness like horrible mics <laughs> terrible <laughs> terrible this is us yo nate who you got for this weekend <laughs> what does that sound like uh uh i don't even know like who was fighting back then when we first i feel like glover to was rocking it you know gonna uh, go out there and get knocked the <laughs> it's not like this sometimes too. Like, yeah it's probably... <laughs> just like <laughs> sorry for anybody listening to audio oh yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna blow. Bad. I'm not gonna blow your speakers up. You get the point. <laughs> but all right, man. That's all. That's all we got for this. Um, this week. Yeah. Go listen if you don't want to watch the YouTube. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor will be up this week, if not by next week. But it should be up tomorrow, as long as everything's figured out and everything. Um, three thirty p.m. Saturday. Come join us live. Have some fun. Have some questions. All that good noise. Nate, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, brother. We'll catch you later. Everyone take care.